Happy Monday. You are now tuned in to the YOD Podcast with Ajahn Rubin. It's a cap Wild 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 Thanks for tuning in to the YOD Podcast. We have so many guests lined up for you in these upcoming episodes. And in this episode, we give you a glimpse of what some of those guests sound like. Let's get it in as we ask some of Extreme Power Gym's members and parents to share their thoughts on masculinity. You know, my parents raised me in that, you know, we love you, but we're not your friend. We're here to prepare you for life. And I think that's something that's kind of gone by the wayside with this newer generation. Oh, yeah. You know, we live in a time now where you're so, I mean, how are our kids supposed to know who they are if we don't even know who we are anymore i mean i know who i am but i'm just saying now we walk around where we have to tell people who we're sleeping with in order to use the bathroom you know and it's like why can't i just use the bathroom can i just use the bathroom do i have to like what which bathroom is that now you know it's like i don't care who people want to want to see as long as it's legal i don't really care you know but it it doesn't people want to change how people behave but they don't change the expectations right Meaning, as a man, I'm expected to lead my family. Not saying that that's the same thing and all that. I'm saying me per- personally and my family, I'm expected to be a leader. I'm expected to, to be the backbone. Mm-hmm. I'm expected to answer those questions to be the, the rock. Right. My wife is extremely strong in her own right in what she does. And we, we, we partner like that. But she has expectations of me. If the shit hits the fan and I'm looking for help, we have a problem. You know, my wife expects me to step up and do those things. However, my wife also thinks I'm also a caveman. (laughs) My wife hates the fact that, you know, I'm like, whatever. You know, I I like to watch this. I like this. You know, like I like to do man shit. So as a father, when I tell my kid, I go, and he comes to me and he goes, you know, this person did this. Mommy said I should tell the teacher or I should do this. And I said, you know what, son? No one's going to give a shit. When you get older, no, beside me and mom, no one's going to give a shit about you, honestly. Your best friends, everything else, they, they care about you. They'll be there, but they're always going to look out for themselves first. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to understand that because you need a, you need a problem solved for yourself. And I feel like nowadays that masculinity is turning into a dirty word. You know, And, and it's, it's this course of like, well, we want to change the maleness. But we don't want to change the expectation. Like, we still want you to be warriors, but we want you to be, you know, yeah. sensitive warriors and this and that. And, and it's, it's hard to do that. You know, it's just really, it's just really, it's just, it's really hard to kind of do that. And it's very, very confusing, you know. So, my, my, my view on it is, I, I want to know and understand my lane as a male, and I don't want to infringe on someone else's lane. Like my, my, my wife has got her pros and her cons and I respect that. And she needs to understand <coughs> what my pros and cons are and respect that and we need to work, figure out how those two work, you know? And, and I just think nowadays everyone is just like, no, this is the way it should be. And this is the way that it's gonna be. And we're gonna, you know, chastise you yeah. or ridicule you for being this way, that, I, yeah. I, I, absolutes of, of bullshit. You know, it's like always and never, mm-hmm. no such thing. It's, it's a sliding rule, you know, wiggle room, you know. Should I weigh in on this? I don't usually, I don't know. I grew up 
like uh, my parents split up when I was about five and I mostly grew up like with my mom and two sisters you know so they kind of uh, I mean they tortured me for sure but uh, also <laughs> they were older two older sisters and then my mom uh, it's a long story but I mean they kind of taught me how I should act you know what I mean at least that's how I learned it you know it was like whatever my intentions were whatever was going on always be polite always be nice you know uh, <clears throat> clean your toenails and your fingernails you know <laughs> I mean stuff like that which yeah. is stupid but I mean but I, I just kind of learned like I don't want to have to apologize for too many things so I would always just be polite if it doesn't work out go the other way but I never really had to think about it that much you know until I had kids and I have a daughter and a son so then you kind of have to think about you know you got to keep an eye on your kids and how they're acting you know what I mean so now I got a 13 year old son my daughter kind of was pretty seamless and easy to raise and a whole nother story but uh but I've run into some issues with my son and masculinity and different things that you know same thing I try to teach him what I was taught like hey be polite always be nice whatever your intentions are just you know lead with being polite you know right. to everyone everybody gets the same chance at the beginning until they until they prove themselves to be shitty themselves or whatever and then yep. then do what you want walk away or whatever but everybody should get the same shot moving in but but then there's the different things that boys go through on the playground or all the checks you get you know from other men <laughs> and I've had to go with my son on that one you know and and I've had to go to the school <coughs> where I mean my son got in trouble on the playground and I went to the school there wasn't one man at the school there wasn't one male teacher wow. and, and my son some kid hit him in the face with the ball and my son said he was gonna k-i-l-l -L him kill him and I said well did he did he hit him you know and they said no Okay, he shouldn't say kill. I understand that, but I mean, he didn't even hit him. You know what I mean? Like, I think he did pretty good. You know, in the ladies, it was kind of like big. This is a big deal, and I'm kind of like. What happened? Just letting them work work it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I grew up, it was like, hey, you get in the face with the ball. If you want to sock the kid in the mouth, you go ahead, and then he won't hit you in the face with the ball anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's how. And then you just. But it also builds character, right? Right. Well, you don't want to go the rest of your life. Having to get hit in the face with a ball and have a big talk about it. See, every but time. then you know what I mean. Also, <laughs> yeah, but it also but it also goes the other way, right? If you're the asshole, <coughs> yeah, that's now hitting yeah. people in the face and the ball. Now you get your ass. You might have you been a better person if you got checked earlier right? on. You, you know? also learned a lesson. I just tell them same thing: be polite. But if something happens, have a good reason for it and do what you got to do. But I mean, I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting off off the whole topic, but uh, not really. No, I guess my my whole point is. Everybody gets a fair chance at the beginning, and then if they if they wrong you, depending on how far they go, you know, do what you got to do. Right. But in here in the gym, I mean, I come in. I'm old. I got one arm. I don't want anybody to treat me special. I don't want you to go easy on me. I want to know just how good or bad I am. So I treat everyone the same way. Right. I feel like if I'm better than you, uh, I'll go a little bit easy on you, whether you're a man or a woman. And if you're a woman and you're kicking my ass. I'm going to try to do the best I can, you know what I mean? It's like, I look but, at everybody the same. But that's the only way that you get better. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. and hey, if I'm better, I'll, I'll ease up on you. And if you're better, I hope you ease up on me. And if it's pretty even, I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's my mom. I'm going to compete and figure out who's better. And then we'll figure it out from there, you know? But that's wrong. There's been some Sharon and Diane, and I mean, I've had some knockdown, drag-out sparring sessions with women and 
I wasn't thinking about this woman I'm sparring no, with. No. I was thinking like, damn. There's a boxer in front. You're going to kick me in the head, man. That's, right. <laughs> That's a, another lesson right. that you get here, you know, is, yep. hey, everyone's equal. You know, same deal. Let's be polite. You know, we'll be polite and figure it out. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'll, I'll shut up again. <laughs> so, uh, I, I agree with, like, the schools, you know. Like, uh, like well, I, we can't, I'm a teacher. We can't let them fight because we get sued. Oh. <laughs> like I agree a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I mean, I, my daughter's not even two. I'm already teaching where someone put your hands on me, punch him in the face. No, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, before I get, I'm talking about instilling in your kids to take to problem solve for themselves. Of course, it doesn't need. Of course, I'm not saying to sweep everything underneath yeah, the rug, yeah. but there are a lot of times where we get calls and it's like, your child is saying mean things. Well, right. they're children. What the fuck are they supposed to say? That's what children do. They all say They all say mean things, but it's character building. People don't like you. A lot of, more people don't like well, you than like you in life. You know what I'm saying? It's true. My little brother was getting picked on, and that's the advice saying, why, why are they pick on you? Well, they're, they're calling me fat. Well, you're fat. Why don't you instead of and, and I agree, yeah, no, no. I said instead of oh my God. instead of just saying, "Oh, they call me fat." Well, if you don't like being fat, do something, make a change. There you go. Like, there you go. Like, like, it's bothering I, I'm you, right? percent with you, and I live my life like that, and I raise you know my kids. Like that. Wrong, you don't but gyms like this give kids the opportunity. Sports yep. gives the kids the opportunity yep. to learn those things. You know, whereas maybe they're not learning that at school anymore yeah. or wherever else. They're, it, <coughs> well, <coughs> like sometimes, some, maybe y'all hear me and I'll talk to them in the kids' class, that I get the idealism of the whole no child left behind. But I'll be damned if I'll implement it in here because it doesn't work. There's no such thing. This, this whole participation, no, this particip participation trophy, it's bullshit. You can't teach because you, you Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You, you win, you lose, you draw. You fall short, then fix it, which is the same shit we're talking about. And that's what I do in here. But I know the school, they'll do, oh, well, let's bring everybody up. Yeah, but how can that be when you performed at 100, <coughs> you performed at an 80, you performed at a 60, you performed at a 20, but somehow you're fucking equal? So now later on, you grow up, you in charge with 20 and 100 should have had the spot. Mm -hmm. That's where we're going with this mm -hmm. shit. And life isn't equal. There's no such thing. No. It's yeah. straight bullshit. Life is not fair. It's never Fuck been no. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I Ideology is one thing, but reality is something totally different. Go ahead. I, I think a place like this, too, um, it really humbles you. And um, as a kid, I grew up with five sisters. <clears throat> and my oldest, my older sister, she had some sharp knuckles, man. Like, she used to stick it to me. Like, I, <laughs> I took the, the most ass weapons. <laughs> I've ever taken were from my sister. Like, Same here. hard. Yeah. I mean, sharp Same knuckles. <laughs> my mom would just get so fed up, she'd go out in the front lawn, I I'm done. Like, done intervening. We would just sit there, bare knuckle it out, and just, yeah, just wow. keep her up out of each other. But, but there is something to learn from that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't want to see my daughter getting, you know, her ass kicked. So I'm, you know, give, giving her the tools, you know, through martial arts too, to, to defend herself. And, it builds character to lose. It builds character to win and know you won and not get that participation trophy. That's right. And that hard work, you know, you there's a there's a, a result at the end of that. You know, and right. even if you lose, you, you you become better exactly. by losing, or you become better. You know, just you're, it, it's a character builder for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred um, <clears> percent. 
I don't understand why this is a problem. I'll be honest with you. I've always taught my daughter, my son, to not be a victim. In fact, mm -hmm. yep. I would say to them, like I will right. not be, and I'd go like this, and they would answer the question and say, not a victim. Yeah. I, I sent my daughter through firearms training, beginning, intermediate, advanced. Yeah. I was finally, she was finally training with the guys that trained the SWAT teams and hostage rescue. Um, the Calvary's not coming. We are, we are independent. We are interdependent upon one another. I mean, we we had the benefit of using the roads that were built by someone else to get here, but the Calvary isn't coming. You have to be independent, and that's something that I've always taught my kids: win, lose, or draw. If someone's going to attack you, you have you you've got to respond. And you've got to go on to the offensive and at least bloody their nose enough so they're not going to want to do it again. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> so from the female perspective, um, just growing up, I have two sisters, so three of us, right? My dad, he wanted a boy. <laughs> so he didn't get his boy. But he, me being the oldest... It was something, I don't know, he like, he didn't force me and it wasn't anything that I hated to do, but he made me do stuff that boys are supposed to do. Like, he had me up on the roof helping him do stuff, fixing the tiles on the roof because he was a roofer. Mm. He watched boxing, like back then, Cesar Chavez, <laughs> Oscar de la Hoya, literally a garage full of men watching boxing and his three daughters in there and he let us watch. But there was that line where, okay, it's the male time, let's go drink, let's hang out, whatever, the macho side of it, right? So we knew when it was time for us to leave the room. But coming in here, it was very intimidating with all the men and just the testosterone and the egos and all of that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? And having a son, I don't know what it's like to have boys around as a mom, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? <coughs> Add to that, I'm a single mom. So then you throw another wrench in there, it's kind of like, okay, let me figure this out. So just taking all of those different perspectives, like growing up with that aspect that because my dad wanted a boy so bad, he kind of expected us to do boy stuff, but didn't necessarily want us to lose that feminine, the feminine side either. So he kind of let us do a little bit of both. Where my mom, on the other hand, so strict, she didn't want us doing anything because we'd get hurt. <coughs> so I brought that into with my son. My son's about to be 10. I babied him the first like four or five years of his life. Didn't want him doing anything because he's gonna get hurt. Because he cries, because he's gonna be mommy's boy forever. <laughs> the kid has broken I don't know how many bones. <laughs> He's rough as they come. He wants to just hit and be physical, but he's a big kid. He's a big ass boy. He's about to be taller than me like in the next like six months. So bringing him in here has helped me to try to like, I don't know, like learn a little bit about the male perspective, I guess. 
and try to adjust how I was disciplining him or like raising him or just how I talked to him. And I know in the last like year that has completely changed here because Ajahn has actually brought it up a couple of times to me personally. Um, and I know you've had some conversations with my son about just the way his behavior and you know how he has something in him that just hasn't come out. He's unsure of himself. He like questions what he does and he has a little bit of that laziness too. Yeah. He's, he's still trying to figure himself out and learning and the physical activity is not a big thing for him because he's just a big kid. And part of the reason why I think bringing him in here was also to instill that physical activity and the exercise and try to like get him used to it. So I don't know because I can't bring the male perspective into this scenario. I just bring it from the female perspective and then now having to deal with a boy and trying to figure it out knowing that I never really understood what my dad was trying to teach us besides the fact that he just wanted a boy so we were his like I guess we were his toys or some way or another oh okay well they can do boy stuff but they're not boys but I'll just make them rough and tomboys or whatever did, did it help you kind of balance out how you were raised and then also raised by raising your son trying to bring in that male influence balance out how you were raised and the whole yes and no yes but I didn't realize that knowing what my dad was trying to do, but I didn't understand it back then, and me being the oldest, he put a lot on me. Like, oh, you're expected to do this, or do things this way, or teach your sisters. But I'm like, I'm not a boy. Like, how am I supposed to be responsible for that? But then when I had my son, I was like, oh crap, I don't, I don't know what to do with a boy. I've been around girls all my life. We have a ton of cousins, girls everywhere. So I needed a little bit of that help from a male perspective. And then my son, he's interracial. So me being Me Mexican, my son's father is black. Ajahn has <laughs> brings that perspective. It's different. I, it, it's harder. It's like, like I said, throwing another wrench into the whole scenario as a single parent with an interracial <laughs> child, a boy, and he's the only child. So. <laughs> I truly think, since us women like to stick together, I'll go ahead and talk and then you guys can speak. Because <laughs> I know it, it's a completely different perception and perspective from a male to female. And I truly believe it really depends on who you are, how you're brought up, what generation you were brought up in. There's so many different aspects of what masculinity is or should be you know I I said I was a professional bodybuilder that's that's an industry where women are taking testosterone and wanting to look like dudes I mean talking about a fucked up situation um, you know I I looked like a badass and I wanted to come in here and I wanted to fight like a badass I mean and as a female I mean genetically our DNA and this is coming from somebody who's all about women's rights we are physically weaker than the male. I'll say it. You know, there are some women that are naturally stronger. It, it depends on the person, but I think it's it's confusing sometimes because it's sometimes it, it, it is your ego, it is your, it's mental. You know, um, like your last couple of episodes, you know, 
um, dudes getting their ass whipped by, by a quote girl. I know who you're talking about, by the way. <laughs> you know, that comes a skill, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you look at this generation, and sorry to the millennials, they're, they're weak. They're weaker than past generations. So, so when you come at me talking about masculinity, to me as a female, and you get your eyebrows <laughs> groomed more than I do, that's not a conversation we should be having. I'm sorry. So I, I might, also a generation. It, it totally is. It's how they're brought up, and, and unfortunately, today's society it's it's confused. It's confused, and and again, I'm all about women's rights. Um, I think there's nothing a man can do that a woman can't do. Now, whether she should do it, that's a different story. Um, but again, it's it's how you know your last episode um, was talking about. Um, oh, where was I going with this? Um, you were talking about how you were raised, you know, with the machismo and. Oh, yeah. and the guys who just don't get it, you got beat by a girl or you hit good like a girl or whatever it may be, you know, maybe it's how you were taught when you were brought up or the influence that your mom had, that your mom had. You, you can't influence your son like a man can. It, we, we have a completely different thought process. We think differently. So there is a difference between men and women. It's all in how you, you treat or feed it or educate it. You know, in, in life experiences. This episode is sponsored by Extreme Power Gym. First two classes free. Call 760-672-8860. Or come on down to the gym and ask to speak with Ajahn Rubin. Extreme Power Gym is located at 3375 Mission Avenue, Suite E. Oceanside, California, 92058. Remember, don't just listen, but be a part of the movement. Get all your YOD gear at www.extremepowergym.com. All musical sounds and lyrics provided by Brian Reeves. Cap slaps on Instagram and Facebook. Get all your custom beats or music for the summer at www.capslaps.com. Um, real macho, machismo, real, real, real macho. Everything was like that way it was, and, and um, <clears throat> he definitely disciplined with the belt and whatever else. You know, it's just the way it was. Um, as far as me being like a, a gentleman, I still I'd like to practice at least when I when I can opening closing the door for people and things. Some women now I try to do it, but like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I can do it myself, you know. I got it yesterday, you know. And I was like, you know, just being a gentleman is what we're supposed to do, you know. And, and so, it gives me practice to touch up on something that I lost connection with um, <clears throat> after being hurt and going through some things that um, I got from coming overseas. You know, I just lost connection. So I'm trying to reconnect with myself in those areas. So be that gentleman that some of us just don't have. You know, there's a few of us left, and chivalry isn't dead, you know. Um, um, I do like a woman who is strong, and I actually like the woman who's uh, strong, and I kind of lost her recently, kind of broke my little heart. <laughs> you know, um, maybe I wasn't enough, I was strong enough, maybe I'm a little too soft or something like that, I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, you know, some wimp, some men can get intimidated, and even even myself, you know, and sometimes even with myself as far as being a man, <clears throat> think that maybe sometimes I'm a little too soft, you know, that I need to toughen up in some areas or just, and this is the way I am, I guess, you know. Um, I have been beaten by girls. I got, well, third grade, I got beat by a girl um, in wrestling. And it was on TV, I think, you know, so it was really like, I went outside and cried, and we <laughs> you know, like, I saw her later on get beat by another guy who, who was supposed to, I was supposed to wrestle, and um, when I saw her get beat, I was like, good, you know, was like, you know, then I, I come in here, and I got beat by this little girl, and I'm, what, 31, 32 years old at the time, and she was 11 years old. Little D, right? Little D. Little D beat my ass. I mean, she Little just pummeled me. Even over here, I didn't even know where I was. It was right over here in this corner of the ring. And I had no idea what was going on. Everything that I had left in me was drained. I had nothing left. And that wasn't the only time she beat my ass. <laughs> you know, and other women in here, I've got cut by another woman, Sharon. Sharon's a big, tall girl. Like six feet something. Sharon hurt a lot of people, man. She kicked me in the head. There are exceptions. She did not do it on purpose, but she split my eye. You know, and the jarring was sitting. He's like, "What is it?" Ooh. You, you, yeah. You know, that's it. We're done. You know, and I go to work, and I'm a cook. You know, at the at the time I was a cook in the hospital. People just looking at my face, saying, "Uh huh." You know what happened? You know, beat up by a girl, you know, like coming here. I had a hard time with that at first. Um, did you tell the truth on that or did you BS him? Well, I told the truth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The head by a girl, you know, like it happens. I think you know? right here you're making women stronger. You, you know, like if you actually hit them normal, you actually make the women stronger, I feel. I had to see uh, and learn I, that I this wasn't that. <clears throat> this wasn't abuse. This was a fighter. You take the gender out of it, and it was so fun. They're paying just like we are to come right. and learn, just like we are, and I'm bringing them up. So I, it took me a while to get past that part, but I had a hard time. One day I even, I, I, I you know, hurt her so hard that I seen her cry. That man, I almost cried, man. It hurt, you know. But there was something I had to realize that that's not what we're doing in here. But you realize you know, that I'm if, if her it's up. at least right here is a controlled environment. If right. they're on the street, she would actually be able to. <laughs> Defend right. herself and you know a what? lot she better. She did. She ended up becoming the chat. Yeah, there you go. You know, like, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was raised by a single mom myself, and it was hard for me to hit girls too. But uh, shout out to Latanya because she beat the shit out of me, and uh, many times, and there was nothing I could do about it. It didn't matter. So she, she had to get over that really quick. That that woman, yeah, that woman. She did that to plenty of men. And we, yeah, we, we can't talk about strong women in without this her. gym without talking without about talking Latanya. About mm -hmm. But then when you come in here, you mm -hmm. got to get rid of your ego. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, ego gets checked whether Absolutely. you like it or not. Um, I'm a single mom. I raised two kids. One is in the Army. He's 23. The other one is here dealing with, I mean, sorry, you dealing with her. <laughs> uh, she's 19. And uh, it takes just a look from me to control them. Mm -hmm. right. Period. My mom was that way. You don't deal with behavior. So, um, I grown up with in Mexico, and same thing with my mom. My mom was one no, and you better listen. So it's the same thing. Now going back to guys and girls, the difference. Um, 
I'm gonna say this because it's reality, but I have a really hard time to guys to understand why girls are stronger and tough than the guys. Uh, when I, for me, boxing is, it's been part of my life and whatever, if I meet you, I start talking about boxing because it's my part of my life. And I realize the guys don't like that. But we love it. Don't. We love it. We do. Not really. They don't like what? Not exactly. really. They, you are strong. Strong. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. maybe yeah. smarter yeah. and yeah. maybe <laughs> active than guys. Yeah. And they don't like that. So I kind of start ah, stop talking about my life and happened to my daughter because we are very active and very strong and, and my daughter loves Muay Thai and once she starts to, you do that? Really? And how many hours you work out? Like two or three, really? So it's like, I don't know why guys get like, maybe, I don't know, intimidated by yeah, that, yeah. but it's awesome Are you for me. To a bunch of no, guys? no, 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 not really, not really. It's even guys they are also stronger and do what you do, boxing, yeah. and they kind of oh okay, thank you, yeah, see you. Because right. they're insecure. They are. They are. That's what I'm saying. They want an independent woman, but they can't handle it. Yes. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be I'll be cool I if my if I can tell my can tell my wife, hey, go kick his ass. He just, yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> that'll be cool. <laughs> Every time my wife gets into a fight, I'll be like, hey, I don't need to fight him. You go fight. <laughs> <laughs> like for for the females, I feel like we're in a good place because when somebody says, oh, you hit like a girl, thanks. It's a good thing. No. Yeah. Because I don't want to be hit by a Sharon. I don't want to be hit by a D. <laughs> you know, they hit fucking hard. Like, that's a compliment. And if somebody says, well, you hit like a girl, I like to think that I hit hard. I'm going to take ownership in that. That empowers me. I'm a strong, independent woman. Preach. Go ahead. I want you to hit like a girl. I want you to hit like... You know, so for women, it's a compliment. But the struggle is for the men. It's you're degrading them, but they're not being taught how to be men. The man buns, the eyebrows, the the metro. There's no masculinity. It's metrosexual. That's confusing as hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I still don't. I have four you know, kids. It's hard to raise men. I have four boys. Four boys, and it's hard to raise men nowadays. And and, and I'm not saying everybody needs to raise their children to be the cavemen and the uh, and all this. I mean, <laughs> but it's okay to. To, I don't want to say act like that to a certain extent, but when you say man up or, you know, if you got your ass beat, that remind you actually brought back a memory of me. I, I got into a couple fights in school and this kid hit me. My mom's like, well, did you hit him back? Now, this is to his, her daughter, little girl. I'm like, you're damn right I did. I beat the boy's ass. I didn't know what I was doing. But because she raised me as a strong person and my brother, me and my brother used to fight all the time. His friends used to call me his big little sister because I'd whip his ass. He won't listen to this, so I can say these things. <laughs> but it's, and I and oh, I struggle because I didn't come from a broken home. I lived to leave it to Beaver life. I'm proud of that, you know. And I listen to all these stories, and it breaks my heart. But whether you come from a broken home or not, I feel like it's your parents' job to instill these values and these <coughs> ethics and these morals and self-respect. Yeah. 
you know? So I'm a strong, independent female woman. Men should act the same as far as their self goes. Exactly. And, and masculinity comes with that. I see these boys these days and they're, yeah, they're sissies. And I don't mean that in reference to a female. I mean in their acts and how they act. Yep. They act like little bitches. It's called mental toughness. Yep. I mean, if you want to be politically correct, it's called mental toughness, and th that's something lacking in society. And that's society. The, the, quote, masculinity that's lacking is what I feel. Because, right. you know, there's a famous saying that says that uh, uh, you, you spend so much time disguising yourself to others that you become invisible to yourself. Wow. Absolutely. So meaning that you're, you're, even when, you, when you're young kids and you're presenting that you have this perfect child, my child is great at this, my child's great at that, you know your child's not. Your child probably knows a little bit, but... Your child gets fed this bullshit constantly over and over and you're not, there's no reality in that base. And then when mom isn't there or dad isn't there and reality hits and the world's like, you ain't shit. They don't know, they, they don't have the coping skills right. by that point. Not at all. You know what I mean? It's all about those coping skills, right? right? You're not preparing your kids for the world. Your kids, I mean, sad to say, I mean, honestly, I think it does tie into the whole suicide rates, honestly, about the young, young kids. The fact that they can't cope with a lot of things is scary to me because I'm like, you know, you're gonna go through life. Everyone has their shit in life, you know, yeah. and life doesn't keep a tally and say, oh, we gave this person too much shit this year. We're gonna right. go give it over here. You know no. what I mean? Like you need to yeah. be prepared. You know, you you just lost a relative. Boom, you could lose another one an hour from now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. you need to be able to do that. So for me, yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly that. It's the parents not. It's all the damn participation trophies. Yep. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. It's just I mean, when, when me growing up, I mean, I, I really didn't have my parents too much. They had their own business. They were like, you know, they were pretty much to themselves. I pretty much had to raise myself in a way, if you think about it. Um, my mom kind of just, you know, left me in, in Mexico for like two years. You know, kind of, I had to like pretty much sell popsicles to make some little money. I mean, my mom would send money to my grandma and this and that she would do, you know, but I, didn't see that much of it. So I would go with my friends, probably just go sell popsicles, get five pesos a freaking day, 25 pesos, you know, sometimes, you know, that's like nothing over here. That's like maybe a dollar. Wow. <laughs> I'm working a whole day in the, in the hot sun, you know, and I, I, would, I would do that. And you know, like me, like, I guess, I guess in a way I did grow up with that machismo mental, mentality because I, you know, I didn't have anybody to show me anything. My grandma, one time uh, I came home like bleeding and everything and she, she told me, she's like, why you crying? Oh. And I was like, well, because I just got beat up. Go kick his ass. <laughs> she told me that. <laughs> she, she, told me, she told me, go kick his ass. Oh, you know, she, she was like, I was like, I was like with tears, uh, you know, boogers and everything. And I was crying and she was just told me, go kick his ass. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> but to me, that's, that's more like survival mode. Yeah. You know, not so much like masculinity. That's I'm no, but what, to, I'm trying, what I'm trying to get to is that I'm trying to get to that. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't have too much of a influence. That um, part of that was like my grandma. You she shouldn't cry. You're a guy. You should not be crying. You should I go kick his ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like oh. my grandma raised me in that in that in that aspect that you know she's like, don't be coming crying to me. Go I kick his it. ass. Be a man. I, I totally be be, be, yeah. be a man. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like like I've said, I have I have four boys. I have four boys, and to, and to raise, and that's what I'm telling them every single day. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to raise you. I'm, I'm raising you as men. I'm not raising you boys. I'm raising you men. You know, respect women. Open the door for them. Yeah. When, when, when mom's carrying a whole bunch of stuff, 
Go open the door, boy. Yeah. Go open it yeah. for her. Hold it. You know, it's like but that kind of stuff. These days is based on the number of followers you have. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm. I'm. I'm trying to raise a man. You know. Okay. If I'm following this correctly, mostly, it's the parental guidance. I love watching animal behavior. Mm-hmm. When they in Africa, when they had to move elephants into a new preserve, they moved all of the young ones first, and what they found was that the rhinos were getting stabbed by the elephants at the water holes. It wasn't till they brought in the older bull elephants that kept the young ones in check and all of that stopped. So you need the parental guidance, the older person in the home to do the right thing, to push them the right way and to guide them. It's, and so they learn how to fly properly. There's a saying that the dead bird below the nest is because it never learned how to fly. It's a cap. Yeah. Wild D, wild D, wild D. I'm the young old dude with the new allergy. Leader of the new school, old mentality. Got the loose Twitter fingers. You following me? Yeah. Over your head, got too much knowledge. Graduated in games, season no something. Outlast today, don't need no nostalgic. I'm over 38, performing like a freshman in college. I'm the youngest old dude you know. Motive with life change, effortless with the flow. Out of boy, oh, you ain't no. This man against time, and this time, time just had to go. Let me vest 20 pounds of haters and run some more. Steadily getting laughed, I stride around goals. Lost it, I'm found it and winning. How I catch a bunch of L's, I quarterback the beginning. Yelling, Y-O-D. Yeah, I'm a young old dude. Learn the rules like a pro, taking students to school. Y-O-D. Up in the gym, dropping mad jewels. Still hungry, stay season, play mad fool. Y-O-D. Stay on my grind, it's that mastermind. Like wine, I get better with time. Y-O-D. Oh, you ain't heard about me. Got everybody in the city saying Y-O-D.